Welcome to An Artist's View, a podcast all about the humanities. So glad you can join us. What I'm planning to do, I'm your host, Gordon Thomas Ward. What I hope to do is to have a variety of um, of guests on here from the worlds of music and visual arts and the theater and writers, authors, culinary arts, almost anything you can think of that uh, would fall into the artist's realm. I actually believe that almost anything in this world can be an art form if, uh, if taken to... Um, to a special place. What I wanted to do this time was to play an, a, uh, a recording that I did with Felix Cavallari. Uh, he was the founding member of the Rascals. If you remember them back from the 1960s, I think they got their start in the late 60s. Just a fascinating interview with a, with a fantastic, iconic musician. My uh, co-host today is going to be Mike the Muffin Man. He's one of the guests that we'll have on here, one of the co-hosts that we'll have on here from time to time. I hope to vary that up a little bit, depending upon, oh, you know, what the topic is. I'll bring people in with different specialties. I think it's going to be, I hope it will be just an extraordinary uh, experience for you guys to sit back and listen to people that artists uh, that have something to say and something important uh, have have made an impact on this world. So sit back and relax and listen to uh, this interview with with Felix Cavallari of the Rascals. Gordon Thomas Ward, we have Mike the Muffin Man with us today. Hi, Mike. Hi, Gordon. Glad to be sitting in with you. It's my pleasure to welcome via telephone Felix Cavallari, the legendary Felix Cavallari's Rascals. We're celebrating 50 years of music. 18 top 40 hits, five num- top five top 10 hits, three number one mega hits, including Groovin', Good Lovin', Beautiful Morning, How Can I Be Sure? Most of these you've heard in the first half hour of the show. People Got to Be Free. Felix Cavallari is the king of blue-eyed soul. His song has helped define a generation. He's a member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Grammy Hall of Fame, Songwriters Hall of Fame, Vocal Group Hall of Fame, Hit Parade Hall of Fame, Hammond Hall of Fame, any others? Wow, that's incredible. Uh, so, w- welcome, Felix. Fame too. I hope. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Cool, man. Thank you for the great intro. Yeah, uh, you're you're welcome. My 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 honor. My my pleasure. So you've been in music business fifty years. I mean, I I remember. Um, I actually have a friend here helping me out. His name is Mike. So he's on. He's on the air too, so he might hear a question All right, from him. Mike. At some Hello, point. Mike. Hey. Good. Uh, good afternoon, Felix. Yes. Down here in Tennessee, we finally got some sunshine. Uh, what is that? <laughs> I know it's been yeah, I know. Up here. Believe me, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's been really rough down here. I tell you. Yeah, yeah. you get in the same weather patterns we are, and it's been brutal up here. We were playing your songs, yep. and we were just we were thinking of like the first time that we heard these, and you know, we were we were in our teens, and yeah, uh, yep. just brings back. Lots of memories, and actually, some of your a lot of your songs have been covered by other people, uh, Grateful yeah. Dead, and and things like that. So, are you, so you're still writing and produ- producing from your home in Nashville, right? Yeah, I moved down here for that reason. You know, this is a great town for people who want to do do music. You know, and yeah. uh, it's easy, and it's everywhere. You know, so uh, it's a very, very, very interesting place. That's awesome. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah, it's a great town. Um, all these hits that I was mentioning before, when you were just starting 
out with the the Young Rascals, I guess. And then you had to yes. ch- change your name because there was another band that had the a, a similar well, actually, name. The other way there. around, we, we we were the Rascals, and we had to change it to the Young. Because, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Somebody okay. had it uh, called the Har- Harmonica Rascals. I don't know. You're not old enough to remember those guys. I, I don't. I, I do remember those guys. <laughs> do you remember them from yeah. Milton Berle show? Yeah. Man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it was more of like a kind of like a scary tactic than anything else. Because right, our right. manager just, you know, and he called us the Young Rascals. I, I really never liked it, man. You know, I never yeah. liked it. And the reason is because of those little rascals. Yeah, I, I know, right? But, you know, Felix... You, <laughs> you know, remember I, the I, little rascals? I, I, yes, I, I do remember them very Lift well. And, and, oh, Miss Crabtree. Yeah, and, and never once in growing up did I think of the young rascals and the little rascals in the same time. Yeah, not even okay. the same category. Well, that's good, because I had a guy come over to my home when I was living in Connecticut and asked me if that dog really had a black circle on his eye. <laughs> 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 Do you know Alfalfa? <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I mean, man. Yeah. You know, like, but, you know, life goes on, right? right. When you were writing these songs, did, did, did you have any idea that they were going to catch on and be as popular as they, as they are? No. No, man, you know, like I say, you know, to this day, you know, we just, I just, I just write, you know, and enjoy it, enjoy the process immensely. I still enjoy it tremendously. Yeah, and, I'm glad um, to hear that. You know, uh, the thing is, when we were on Atlantic Records, uh, Atlantic um, was one floor of a building, you know. This is prior to them becoming Warner Brothers. So we had our secretaries for the company, you know, uh, every, everybody was, <laughs> so when, on the same floor, when, we, when, we, when the song would be in the studio, if they, if they thought it was going to be a smash, you know, excited in the office. So it was really cool. It was like a little family, you know. That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah. you got you know, you got from audience reaction, you got, you know, oh, gee, this, this could be good, you know. Excellent. Yeah, so well, you, you just play off of that. As I've That's heard nice. it stated, okay, uh, you write what you enjoy and you learn that that's what other people enjoy is what you're writing. And, if, and, you're lucky. if you're well, lucky. Yeah, <laughs> if you're I, lucky. Yeah, I understand what you say where well, you're lucky, but obviously, you know, you enjoy what you wrote, okay? And Oh, definitely, no question. Yeah. And millions of us who grew up with it also mm-hmm. loved it, okay? I, I had a, Well, that's great. One of the really things great. I was going to ask you was actually answered in the bio that I read. You were, you know, you idolized Ray Charles and Marvin Gaye and Sam Cooke, but were there other rock and roll artists that inspired you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, because, uh, see, I grew up in the New York area, and yep. uh, I was fortunate enough to have the beginning of rock and roll when Alan Freed came to New York, right? I was right there, you know. So I heard, oh God, I heard, you know, the most phenomenal artists. Seriously, you know, uh, you know, there's there's a, there's, a, there's a saying down here in Nashville. He said, you know, we know what Pro Tools is, of course, right? He said, well, what do people do before they before there was Pro Tools? I said, they were pros. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> These guys were so good, man. Everybody that came out of that Fats Domino, Jerry Lee Lewis. You know, the Flamingos, the Moonglows. I mean, these guys were just friggin' brilliant voices. They're incredible. Voices. They're incredible. Smokey yeah. Robinson, the Platters, you know, uh, Johnny Maestro. You know, it just it just went one after another, and they were not, you know, studio kind of fixed. 
Right. They were real. And when they so, did, did know, a take, it was a whole take. It wasn't just a few bars, and then you just copy it, you know, and, and so... No. Well, it's, it's a whole different world, it's a different you know. I mean, and, and not that I'm knocking this world because this this world has opened up a lot of vistas and you know avenues that you know are really exciting, you know, that you could never think of doing. But still, in all, you know, I was influenced by all of those people. Yeah, that's cool. Here, here's a here's something I wanted to ask you, and it's a, on a bit more of a serious note. But looking back at the civil rights and peace movements of the '60s and how your music was influenced by those events and vice versa. Do you think our country has come very far, and does music have a social responsibility today? I don't know that the music has, you know, but I feel we do, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't think music has the same, uh, you know, uh, although I should make an exception, there are certain types of, you know, musics that uh, do address the social conditions, but they're not popular. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're they're like in 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 uh, you know in certain you know folk people do it and hip hop people do it. Right. But you know the ones that get really, you know, how should I put it? You know, preaching. Really, nobody wants to hear. You know. Yeah. But yeah. you know, living in the South, man, it's a different world here, and obviously the the, the recent news kind of proves that. That you know, uh, we've got a long way to go, but we've come a long way. You know, and. Uh, I just think, you know, uh, growing up Italian in, in a neighborhood that was not Italian, I experienced this feeling as a young boy. And, uh, you know, I, my, 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 my feelings are just with the minority as far as, like, you know, like wanting to just be treated as equal. That's all. Exactly. Yeah, that's a great. Is it, would that be your message for today's youth, do you think? I think the youth are okay, man. I don't think it's the youth. I hope not. I, I really don't know. I can just judge, judge by my children and grandchildren. Yeah. You know, they seem to be cool. But they don't care what you are. They just want to have a good time. You yeah. know, they just want to go out and, you know, hopefully there'll be water for them to drink and there'll be jobs for them. Right. And you know, they got they got some serious issues going yeah. on right now. It's, but I think the kids are okay. I think it's you know the elders, the older people that, you know, look, you know, change is not not a word with older people. They don't like change. You know, yeah. they they like status quo. And uh, you know, heck, I've never been like that, man. I'm, I'm I feel you know like change is good. You know, it happens every year to our trees and our plants. And, and it, it really should happen in all lives as well. Yeah, yeah. So with the you know the the message I think is still love and ex- acceptance and you know it's all that part. I don't think it hasn't changed as far as listening to the message of your music from you know forty years ago to now. It's, no, it's, his, it's still his, so his relevant. Messages, yeah, his music messages have yeah. not changed. No. Okay, yeah. music of today has. Okay. But his messages are still it's, relevant. It's, it's That's a business now, yeah. you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's a, a business. You're right. You're right. It's it's more a business, and you listen to the same lyric 30, 40 times over in a song instead of a song that has a message. Right. You know, you know I have a, a very dear friend of mine who's uh, part of the uh, writing and producing team for One Direction. Yeah. You know, and I was talking to him, you know, the other day uh, about... Uh, you know, the way that the young people are today. And he says, man, they're, they're really, really businessmen. You know, I mean, for example, they took on a young group whose name I can't remember, Five Steps of Summer, like that, and they promote them, and they, and, they, and they back them, and they take a piece of them. You know, we never thought like that, you know. And, and, and it, it's just different. It's, 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 it's different in that it used to be the music business. Unfortunately, it's the business music now, you know. And I think it's going to switch around someday. You know, I think, you know, it'll switch just like everything else does. 
Well, mm-hmm. a lot of that, I think, came out of a certain location in Florida when they started fabricating groups, and, and you know, they all sounded the same. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. I know you, you know you where mean, I mean. You know exactly yeah, what I mean. Yeah, you know? yeah, And that's when it really started to change. You know, you could listen to the radio for an hour and think you were listening to the same song, even though there were five or six different groups on. Yeah, but, it's a whole different thing. You know, yeah. when it really started, man, was after Woodstock. Uh, after after Woodstock, the corporations of America. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Let's see. I think we can we can cash in on this, you know. And that's yep. when the supergroup started. You remember when they tried to put the supergroups together? And yes. Manufacture the Beatles, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you can't manufacture you can't, the Beatles. You can't do that. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that would happen again. That was that was amazing. Yeah. You were actually I heard you were backstage with uh, Stephen Van Zant when you were inducted into the Rock and Hall Hall of Fame in 1997, and the two of you are here are here were chatting about doing a Broadway show of your music, and that's actually that's that's happening, right? Well, it was happening in 2013. We did that. Yes, okay. we did. He uh, he uh, put together a show, and we had a good run. We did it for a year. You know, we did it on Broadway for approximately I think a month and a half, two months. You know, and then and then it stopped, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we, we we kind of went our separate ways again, you know, for better or for worse. I'm kind of sorry in a way that we didn't continue doing something. The Broadway show, uh, I think, you know, frankly, uh, you know, was not necessary for us to take that around the rest of the United States. We should have just left that at Broadway and gone out as as a group, you know. Right. Okay. That, still, that that must have been a blast, though, to. <laughs> well, you know, trotting on the same planks that uh, the people from South Pacific and Oklahoma was was pretty interesting, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of ghosts in those theaters. You oh know, yeah, that, uh, it really was was pretty interesting, man. And and, and you know, uh, other than that, you know, if it was not on Broadway, you know, it would have still been interesting. Yeah, I would think that um, looking back on your career, you just must be like pinching yourself at some point, saying, "Really, this is all this has happened." Well, I, I'll you tell know. you, the, the biggest pinch of all is the fact that this is our 50th anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, like, you know, that's that's unheard of. I, I never dreamt that, you know, 50 years later. First of all, people would still want to hear this stuff. Second of all, that I could still do it, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's a long time, man. And, 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 and it kind of like, I'm almost sorry it happened because it reminds me of, you know, the time that's passed, you know. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it's like, wow, it's a lot of time has gone by. and It's a long time. You wish you could go back to, to do some things, but you should be very proud of what, uh, what you've accomplished. Well, I That's am. So, you know, so I am, and I'm just very thankful that, that I've been you know, really blessed to be able to continue to do it and still have a good time doing it. You know? Exactly. And, uh, you know, most of the guys, most of the guys, not all of the guys, but most of the guys I know from the old days, like the zombies and, you know, of course, Ringo, they love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to stop. They're, gonna, they're not going to stop until you know they have to. I, but well, you, you, you know, were in Ringo's uh, band for a while, right? His All Star band. Yeah, I toured with him. I did a, a tour with him in the nineties. You know, yeah. on his All Star band. And you know, the guy, you know, obviously he doesn't need to work. I mean, you know, he's yep. very wealthy, but he's he's a total ham. He loves to go out there and yeah. be in front of people. <laughs> he's still it's a kid the, at heart. You know, because yeah. we used to ask him, you know, Ringo, how come you know you had those drums up so high? You know, I'm thinking we're going to get this real revelation. You know, he says, well, they've got to see me, don't they? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I said, he's still, he's still a kid at heart. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I that, think all of, all of us are. All of us are, yeah. 
uh, you know, like as I say, that 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 I think even the even the people today, you know, they given the opportunity to sing fifty years from now, most of them would do it. Yep, yep. It's a very it seems like a very tight group because um, you know Todd Rundgren produced uh, one yeah. of your albums, and he was in Ringo Starr's band, and yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a great it's a great group. Yeah, he's 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 got a good thing going with that, you know. Because first of all, I got to meet people that I would never hook up with and become very friendly with, you know, such as, uh, uh, you know, like Mark Farner from uh, from the Grand Funk. Right. You know, our paths never crossed over the years, and Randy Bachman, you know. Right. Uh, of course, the late Billy Preston mm -hmm. and uh, John Entwistle was in that band, you know. The, yeah, memories, man. You know, it's 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 wonderful to have known these guys and work with these guys. Yeah, that's so cool. That's great. It is. It is. It's fun. Yeah. I'm in a transition period right now. I'm trying to, you know, kind of expand the show to, to really broaden it a little bit. Um, you know, basically, obviously, people expect to hear certain songs that you know, were from the Rascals' uh, years, sure. you know. And I, I, I throw in that, uh, of course, with some of my solo stuff. But what I, what I like to do, I try to create a time capsule for the time I'm on stage mm -hmm. so that people, you know, can go back to that era and kind of feel what was happening then. You know, musically, we were all linked, our generation, because we didn't have internet, you know, we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have, you know, tweets, we didn't have, we didn't even have video games, you know? Yeah, but you had so the music. Our music is what kept Absolutely. us really as a, as a, as a, as a, as a generation, yeah, you know, and, and everybody was tuned into the same, pretty much the same frequencies. I try to bring that back on stage by putting these little vignettes in, you know, mm -hmm. like for example, when I do grooving, I throw in a couple of little pieces from uh, the temps, you know. Oh, cool! And, yeah, yeah, nice. and it's just enough so people can say like, "Oh, I know that," yeah. you know, and then I go back to grooving, you know. It's just uh, something that I, I try to keep, as I say, that 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 vibration. You know, that energy that we had when we were kids, you know? Right. And it's so powerful. I, what I associate it with is you, there's our, there are certain scents that you'll smell, different aromas, and it'll just take you back to a certain time or place like you associate it with a certain event or a person. And, but music does that, too. Well, the first, even the first few notes of a song. Yep. Oh, Lord, I remember that. Yeah. I know where I was right. when I heard it the first time, who I was dating. Exactly. Uh, that kind of thing, you know. And, and That's exactly what it is. It's, uh, exactly, it's, uh, yes. And it's, and it's a, a wonderful feeling. <laughs> that's, that's how I approach it anyway. Of course... My ex-partner at Brigatti had the best line of all when he was being interviewed for the... Uh, he said, sure. He says, I give up smoking marijuana, it becomes legal. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta steal his line yeah. once in a while. Why know? not? Yeah. Why not, right? Yeah, because it was so funny because it's so true. <laughs> Did you, when you were learning to play piano, because you're a classically trained keyboard player. Yes. Right? When you were taking lessons, what, what, what year, how old were you when you started taking lessons? I started at five. Five. Yeah, yeah my mom recognized a kind of a talent there. Okay. And she really, you know, uh, went after and found a, a really fine music school for me to go to okay. that would accept people young, very young. Yeah, yep. And I did that for eight years, wow, you know. Lucky. And I am lucky because, yeah. uh, you know, as I said, I would have never, never been able to do what I do without that foundation, you yeah. know. So when was that point 
where you know you're taking I can imagine you taking these cl- classical piano lessons and then at some right. point you must have had this you know this desire that you know what I'm going to start writing my own stuff well you know I, I always uh, I, I ran into difficulty with the, uh, the, the, the 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 professors the teachers there because I've tried to you know create on someone else's music you know and they did not appreciate that you know yeah. <laughs> hey this is this is mr this is mr schubert uh i think he knows what he's doing i'm gonna do Don't a little riff it, on dude. schubert yeah <laughs> I, I mean no they they wouldn't they wouldn't allow it you know and i think it was that strictness you know because we were all rebels in those days i mean i think our generation was, was really known to be you know kind of a rebellious you know yeah. so I, I had to branch out to something else you know and um Basically, that something else was not classical because you're not allowed to do that, and, you know, with other people's music. Now, for me to write classical, I think that was a little over my head, you know, to try to attempt that. I, I don't know if I could have really handled that yet. I wasn't old enough, you know, and I wasn't uh, schooled enough. So I, I took it to, you know, rock and roll because, you know, growing up in New York, we had Alan Freed there, as I yeah, said. Yeah. And I got exposed to that, and I heard that, you know, and... Uh, I said, well, man, you know, this compared to what I'm playing, this is pretty easy stuff, you know. Right. And right. Uh, you know, it, it also seemed accessible, you know, uh, both as a musician and then later, you know, to learn how to become a singer mm-hmm. and and uh, later to put it to work with an actual band. And now you have you had bands after you like the uh, the Electric Light Orchestra and that is it the Trans Siberian Orchestra that that takes yep. classical pieces and infuses them you know into their their own their own work so absolutely yeah it's changed Felix Cavallari thank you so much you are uh, hey you know, man an thank icon. you I appreciate you taking the time and I thought it was excellent <laughs> excellent you. speaking to you guys let me tell you. Man, hey, thanks for your yeah. time, guys, and, yeah. I, and I really enjoyed speaking to you. Yeah, yeah. It was great talking with you. Thank you and, so much. And let me tell you, I have most of your stuff on vinyl, okay, because I collect All it. right. That, you mean the real thing. The yeah. real right. thing. That's it. Gotcha, yeah. man. Thank you have so much. One. All right, take, take care. Take care. Bye. All right, that was just so cool. So, uh, Felix Cavallari, um, any last uh comments mike uh, i am just overwhelmed today you i know, know. <laughs> that interview was fantastic you know i i i'm back in the 60s okay uh, that was so cool you know and there you have it the incredible felix cavallari legendary felix cavallari hope you enjoyed that broadcast next week we're going to have uh, another guest very fine musician by the name of william j hall that you may know from the band frostwater until then This is your host, Gordon Thomas Ward. Hope you enjoyed an artist's view. I'll see you next time. Peace, everybody.